Welcome to episode 150 of the Everlasting Essences podcast. My name is Lindsay Lishow and I am the host of this podcast and today is a very special day in my life. So I'm going to give you a little bit of what the past 12 years has looked like for me, what it's all about, and um, chat with you guys real quick. So for those of you who don't know, I'm in long-term recovery from drugs and alcohol and March 15th, 2009 um, is my latest sobriety date and clean date. The reason why I say latest is I actually tried multiple times before that to get clean and finally it's stuck for me currently because I can never predict the future but for me currently right now 12 years in I am clean and sober by the grace of power greater than myself. So I'm drinking water while I'm recording this so if I pause for a moment to drink my water just know that's what it is. Um Today's a little is a bittersweet day. It is a big, huge blessing. Like I realize when I say 12 years from someone who's 31 years old, you're like, WTF? Wait, you're in long-term recovery. Like there's a lot of there's more questions when I bring this up than than like answers. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, congratulations. And they're like, but wait, hold on a minute. Yes, you heard that right. I got sober 12 years ago. I'm 31 years old. So we're coming up on, um, we're over a third of my life clean and sober. That is a true fact of the matter. <laughs> I chose this because for me, I, um, I have addiction problems. And for me, 19 years old in college, I enough was enough. And I decided to choose this way of life. And honestly, I much prefer it. It's, uh, it makes life a lot simpler, and then it also forces me to utilize healthy coping, school, coping tools and mechanisms instead of resorting to drugs and alcohol. When I put stump, other substances in me, I can't control what's going to happen. Um, and so for me, even today, I've noticed that um, my body is, has a very high tolerance of drugs, um, especially when um, I blew out my back two Februarys ago, it was February 2019, um, I couldn't walk, and, um, they gave me some heavy drugs at the, at the, um, at the hospital, because I went to the emergency room, and, uh, yeah, even today, I can still see it, and the reason why I bring that up to you is, like, trying to edify myself, because I remember, and to this day, there are still people who are convinced I don't need to be sober, How about you go drink some more, use some more, and then come back to us when you're done. Everybody's bottoms are different. Everybody's life is different, life experiences. And so if you need to go into long-term recovery for whatever reason, I fully support you. I don't need justification from you. Um, And uh, if anybody treats you like that, um, because I got sober through a 12-step program, and some people can be a little rough. (laughs) So this is from me to you. If you need help, Go get the help you need Um, and in whatever shape and form that may look like too. Whatever works for you is awesome. And I mean that because everybody has a different journey when it comes to recovery. Everybody does something a little differently. And honestly, from, from me to you, this hasn't always been my approach to things. But today where I stand is whatever works for you. And I can tell you right now that when it really comes down to it is the only real 
way to have long-term recovery is under a, a level of acceptance that you have a problem and b you give up you basically give up your addiction to something bigger than you that's it those two things those two things are really the only things that me personally um carry with me there's a lot of tools there's a lot of information there's so much support out there if you're willing um, to look for it utilize it awesome but when it really boils down to it if i have to put recovery into a box those two things are required I choose to not engage in addictive um, things of drinking alcohol and using drugs as a way to live life today. And I have a problem and I recognize that. And the other part is I rely on something bigger than me to stay clean and sober. Whatever that power greater than yourself looks like. And it doesn't necessarily have to be God. And that's probably the biggest key thing that I really enjoy is I've seen so many people recover in so many different ways and they get a lot of flack for the the way they go about it. Those two things, those are the two things that I really highly um, encourage. If you're somebody who is um, an ally and in sport and support of those who do choose long-term recovery, please know those two things are really the only things that have made me continually choose um, recovery and sobriety and being clean over anything else is those two things continuously when it really comes down to it. Now, <laughs> now that I've said all of that, um, today is a bittersweet day because when I got sober, I had a roommate at that time. Her name was Miranda and she would go to a couple of meetings with me and we lost touch after our first or cause she lived with me um, the second semester of college. Um, so I got sober in the spring, um, obviously May 5th, <laughs> March 15th. And then we parted our ways. Um, I believe it was July, July. And I kind of lost touch with her, um, when my second year of college started that fall semester <clears throat> and then got news on my one year, um, that she, her body was found on campus at the bottom of the tallest parking deck. It looked like she had jumped. I never knew about the toxicology report, um, but that really rocked and shaped my world at that moment in time because I knew the struggles, the mental health struggles she went through, the addiction problems she went through, um, and that was a that was a big struggle. And so, for me personally, the reason why. I mean, there's a list of reasons. One of them is like, I refuse to have a couple of individuals have more sobriety time than me. So I sometimes stay sober and clean out of spite. But one of them is her, her sobriety date is my, but unfortunately she celebrates hers each and every year, six feet under the ground. And I'm able to be above ground to celebrate it. So when I celebrate my recovery day, it's not just mine, it's hers. And it is a real sobering reminder of how important recovery really is. And I bring that up to you because her story, her impact on my life may not seem very large. And um, like it, you wouldn't know her story unless I said it. And there's something from for me to you, um, and I heard this from my mentor, is um, the legacy you leave behind, you actually die twice. 
the first time is when your physical body dies and the second time is when the per when someone mentions your name for the last time and i don't know i i remember her family i don't know i haven't kept in contact with anybody but um i know for me her her name does come up in my head quite a bit. I don't actually externalize how much of a real big impact she's had on my life. Um, but there are like, seems kind of silly, but like, I know we put emotional attachment to things, but I do have some of her silverware. Um, it got mixed up with mine when we um, parted ways. And they are some of my most precious uh, utensils. And I make sure that it hasn't been thrown away um, when we moved down to Orlando, um, it was mentioned to donate them. And I said, no, we can't because that belonged to Miranda. Um, and immediately was like, oh, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. We'll keep it. So like there's literally um, times when I pull out, it's just, um, it's a knife, a spoon, a fork, and two forks, I think. It's just like a few like random pieces of silverware. But when, um, there's just sometimes when I see it, I'll, I'll go out of my way to pull and utilize those cutlery because it's just, it's an external reminder of like, I choose recovery today. And then it's a quick, hey, Miranda, it's good to see you. I hope everything's well on the other side, you know, and that's just me and my spirituality. And that's just me where I'm at. Um, and each and every single year that this day comes up, it's very bittersweet. It's absolutely bittersweet. Um, ever since moving to Orlando, it's been a little bit more rough because each year I've gone, um, except for that first year, I've gone back to that parking deck and I uh, light a piece of incense and I say hello to her. And um, I haven't been able to do that since moving down to Orlando. So I'm excited before going to bed tonight. That's one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to say hello to her and light an incense stick and have a little chat with her and see how she's doing. Um, Grief's a funny thing. Death is a very interesting thing. You never know how you're going to react to something. And also, when it comes to individuals, you never know who you actually impact on a daily basis. Um, and she did. She made a huge impact on my life. And um, it's kind of weird to think it's been 11 years. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what that's what I have today. That's what I have to share with you today is um, recovery is uh, fluid. Um, and I don't think I talk about it enough because it's such an ingrained part of my life. Like I don't think about it very often. Um, I will say um, utilizing drugs and alcohol to cope with um, everything that's happened over the past year, it's, it's popped up twice. Like, I've thought about, util like, really utilizing it twice. Um, and those two times, it was a moment, and it went on. Like, it wasn't like that first year of sobriety was a gift and a blessing. It was so fresh in my head. And I did, it, like, my entire life was surrounded by recovery. But it's not something that I obsess about. I just don't. So it's not something that I'm consciously thinking about all the time. Um but I felt really called to just do an entire podcast on this, a little bit of um, edification of my recovery and how important um, my recovery is to me. 
And even if it's just for the sole reason that, um, A, I don't want a couple of individuals to have more sobriety time than me, and B, I want to have the same sobriety birthday as her, and I always want to have that year, <laughs> that year on her. It goes back to that competitiveness. It seems silly. Like, it really does, now that I think about it. It seems a little silly. But at the same time, whatever works, whatever works for you is... Um, perfect for um continuing uh recovery long term you know trick our brains into it so anyways i love and appreciate each and every one of you for listening to this podcast and um don't forget to subscribe and follow on whatever platform you're listening on over on apple podcasts we're still doing the 25 five-star review i need to go back and check on that um i'm not sure where we're at um, but once we hit 25 five-star reviews, I'm definitely doing that cash giveaway. I still have it tucked away. I have it tucked away. I'm ready. I'm ready to give it to that lucky, lucky individual. And then also go ahead and screenshot this, share this into your stories, tag me at Everlasting Essences, and share what your biggest takeaway is. I really enjoy seeing what your biggest takeaways are, and I love sharing them into my stories. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.